in this episode, episode 39, I'm going to open up about my own relationship <laughs> with depression and anxiety, specifically my own major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. I'm doing this because I feel like if I share uh, different ways that I see my own depression and anxiety, maybe that can change or add some perspectives to the way you see your uh, mental illness. I'm not sure, but you never ever know. So here goes uh, to that, a chance to that. <laughs> the way I personally see my depression today is that it's not something that I necessarily can control like nature. You know, it's always something that it's uncontrollable. I cannot predict it. I cannot see when it's going to come. I can't necessarily say it's going to last this long. Um, and I can't even say I even know when I'm depressed because sometimes I'm actually depressed and I don't even, I'm not even aware until someone else points it out to me. But on the flip side of that, I also have learned that since I acknowledge those things, since I've learned those things, then I know that while I'm depressed, I can take action to at least make my low moments not feel like it's the end of days, you know, for real. Because in the past, my relationship with depression was when I felt depressed, um, I always felt like my life didn't matter. You know, I didn't have a purpose. And then because of those mentalities, I would then believe that my actions wouldn't, wouldn't bring about change in my life. And then I would lay in bed all day. I would start to isolate myself. I would feel more alone, which then adds further depression. And the cycle would just continue. So today, my relationship is now, when I'm feeling depressed, I know my depression is going to try to tell me, right? And talk to me in ways, right? My relationship. Talk to me and tell me I'm worthless. It's going to talk to me and tell me my actions won't make a difference. But that's when I say, hey, we've been dating for a long time now. I'm on to your game. Why are you talking to me like this? Why are you treating me that way? That already changed my perspective that I used to have, that my depression will never change, that my relationship, my experience, my feelings of depression will never develop or honestly never get better. So I'm hoping that maybe that, you know, looking at the, your depression as more of a dialogue exchange can help your relationship with your depression improve as well. To kind of switch, I want to talk about one aspect of my relationship with anxiety. When I was younger, um, I was always told that I am a very outgoing person and that, you know, I always wear a war smile on my face and everyone, you know, would say I'm an extrovert and I talk to everyone and I'm so friendly. But I didn't really realize is that even though everyone around me may say that, when I was younger, I believed them. And because of that, when I felt anxious, it was excruciatingly painful because I couldn't explain why. I was like, why am I feeling anxious right now if I am a extrovert, right? Why am I feeling anxiety right now if I can talk to everyone in the room or if I don't mind being on camera or if I don't mind being on video, right? But then when my recent years of anxiety, I start to learn more about, you know, first I got diagnosed uh, with, um, you know, generalized anxiety disorder because my relationship with anxiety in the past was, I don't even know who you are. And I, for some reason, you keep wanting to hang around me. You know what I'm saying? So let's at least try to figure out why you're trying to hang around me. So that way we can start at least talking and get to know each other just a little bit more. 
So then all of a sudden I got diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And that's when I realized who I was dating. <laughs> and from there, that's when I realized I have social anxiety. Yes, on the outside, it may seem as though, you know, it's easy for me to talk to people and it's easy for me to do this, but that does not mean on the inside, I'm not shaking and panicking and sweating like crazy. Before my relationship with anxiety got better, each time I was in a room full of people, I would go nuts just thinking about what is, what what are they all thinking about me? Are they all looking at my outfit, my hair? Are they looking at about how I talk to them? And then after, let's say we hang out the whole night, three months later or even a month later, I'll end up rethinking conversations. And did I say that right? Was that correct? Now, ultimately, three months, that person most likely, that conversation is not even on their mind anymore. But my anxiety was telling me, again, see our relationship, was telling me, hey, you need to kind of freak out, <laughs> honestly, about every single word you say to somebody because every single word you say can be taken out of context. And I was like, yo, really? So if you're telling me that anxiety, should I really believe every word you're telling me? Those are the type of mental battles that me and depression and anxiety go into. We have this dialogue and that dialogue, what I've learned is to write that dialogue down. I know I always talk about this on the Depression Talks podcast, on the YouTube channel, on Instagram, everywhere. Write down your mental dialogue because that mental dialogue, I believe, is your personal relationship with your depression and your anxiety, your mental health overall. And the more dialogue you write down, the more questions that you ask, like, why do I feel this way? Why do I think this? Why am I taking these actions? Why am I not taking these actions? Where do I want to go in my life? The more questions that you ask, the more your relationship with your mental illness starts to improve because your understanding of who you are in terms of life and your mental illness becomes better, better, and better. So please, if you haven't already, Start to begin that dialogue with your depression and anxiety because that is the only way that a relationship truly can improve and change. I really hope that you were able to take away at least one thing from my personal relationship with depression and anxiety. And if you did, don't forget to join the Private DT Nation Facebook group. <laughs> don't forget to join the Private DT Nation Facebook group because there are tons of other members in that group that also share tips and tricks that help them get through their day-to-day -day basis in terms of dealing with depression and anxiety. And lastly, if you're looking to hire a professional motivational speaker to impact your audience when it comes to depression and anxiety, then you can hire me at depressiontalks.org and I would love to continue my mission when it comes to impacting the world and mental health. All right, I think it's time to end this episode. As I always say, do you stay swagalicious and keep smiling. See you in the next episode.